Greetings from the Pumpkin Patch and welcome Halloweeniacs to the Jack Lantern Press Podcast on the Weird Network where we discuss monsters and Halloween. My name is Michael Piccarella. And my name's Tom Piccarella. It's Monster Monday when Tom and I briefly profile a monster of the week. This Monday's monster, the Scarecrow. So I was trying to to find why a, why and how a scarecrow became related with Halloween. Did you in your research, Tom? Did you find anything like how well, it became? I it's kind of weird. I will tell you this though that it's very hard to find anything about a scarecrow without jumping into the DC and Marvel stuff. Batman. Yeah, I did yeah. see. Yeah, I did see that stuff. Um, I found a lot of like farming, you know, stuff, but, uh, it is interesting that, you know, when you think of a scarecrow, like I definitely think of Halloween and a lot of Halloween imagery has scarecrows. Now I can guess that because jack-o'-lanterns and crows or ravens, you know, you just automatically think scarecrows, you know, the fall season, you think scarecrows. So, you know, I'm sure that's probably something along the lines but yeah i mean a scarecrow is definitely a cool you know you look at like haunted pumpkin patches or scarecrow alleys like we had a pumpkin patch near us that had a scarecrow alley and it you know it's always cool to see those guys you know it makes definitely makes me think of halloween which is why in this month of october this glorious month of october we're trying to do more Halloween-related monsters and uh, why we came up with the Scarecrow. So, yeah, unless hey, you had just, any initial... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just curious, and maybe maybe you uh, you don't ha- know this off the top of your head, but do you have a favorite Scarecrow-like scene from a movie? Um, hmm... Off the I top of my one. head, I don't know. I may say it's not totally a scarecrow, but in Nightmare Before Christmas, the opening, even though you find out it's oh, Jack yeah. Skellington, but I like that image of the scarecrow. It's you know, it's him, you know, he's on the pole. Yeah. And then of course Jeepers Creepers 2. I <laughs> that probably That's is my favorite. Would, yeah, yeah. That that I that cornfield and then him just sitting there, it was super creepy. Yeah, that I'd probably say that 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 would be it. Yeah, that when I think of a scarecrow, because I was I was sitting there when I was doing my research, and I was saying, you know, what what imagery or what what would be something that if you wanted to instill an image of of a scarecrow in somebody's head, or even for our listeners going back check out Jeepers Creepers too because that scarecrow scene for whatever reason I I just think it's really neat. The other thing too that I always think about right now is the book October Dreams because on the front of it it has yeah. a scarecrow and yeah, you know definitely. there's a bunch of birds in the back and bats. I think it's bats and birds or or something that's got the orange sky and there's just that neat imagery of of a scarecrow just hanging out you know, in the in the cornfield or in in the you know a, a wheat field 
rather, and they're just hanging out there. And I don't know what it is about it too, you know, uh, that makes it so Halloween, uh, you know, Halloween-ish, but if that's even a word, but I, I don't know. I, I think that's what I like so much about Scarecrows, and anytime I see one, I immediately think Halloween. Immediately. Yeah, definitely. Well, all right, cool. Uh, without further ado, let's uh, let's go ahead and dig in. So, for history, there's all kinds of history. Most of it is just farm-related, um, so I'm not going to get too much into that. But I found a website. It's actually a Halloween mask website. It's this Halloween-mask.com. And they had some scarecrow masks and stuff. But there's a section on the web websites that uh, that's called Why Do Scarecrows Scare People? And I chose this for the history because the Wikipedia was kind of boring. There was another one from Weebly that I'll put in the show notes because there's some history on it. It's a little more detailed, but I didn't want to get too much into like agricultural history and all that. But this this one on this Halloween mask um, dot Halloween dash mask dot com, um, which we'll put a link to. Um, it kind of got into a little bit of of the agriculture stuff, and then it it talks a little bit about why it scarecrows are scary to humans and how it might be related to Halloween. Um, so here goes. I'm just gonna read from it. Um, It says, Scarecrows have been used by farmers for thousands of years to keep intrusive animals out of their fields. In fact, scarecrows have been around as long as agriculture itself. Farmers in ancient times learned from the fact that birds and other animals would avoid human figures and would place scarecrows in their fields to protect crops. But today, scarecrows are accepted as one of horror's typical monsters, right alongside zombies, vampires, and crazed supernatural murderers. The biggest irony is that some birds don't care in the least about scarecrows, so the scarecrows just scare humans, which are not their intended targets. Many animals actually get used to the stationary human-like figure and just ignore it. So why are scarecrows so freaky and related to Halloween? Anything non-human with a human-like face can quickly become shudder-inducing. Our connection to faces is another mental thing, and we get deeply unnerved when a face isn't right. This is the same reason some people are afraid of clowns, dolls, and the human-like robots that are currently being developed. A face that is human, but not human enough, is said to evoke the feeling of uncanny valley. I don't know what what exactly that means, uncanny valley, but whatever. Which is the unsettling sense that something may look harmless, but is deeply wrong. Of course, a face that's barely human at all can be creepy too, especially if it's just a burlap sack with black staring eyes drawn or sewn on. We've also seen villainous scarecrows as far back as 1941, which was the first appearance of a scarecrow, of scarecrow um, which is the Batman antagonist. Their move into the horror genre took place gradually. A 1988 movie called, appropriately enough, Scarecrows was a major player in alerting the general public to the idea that scarecrows could be truly menacing. The past decades have also seen several more Scarecrow-centric horror films, including Night of the Scarecrow, Dark Harvest, and Hallowed Ground, 
and Scarecrows have appearances in other films including our favorite, Jeepers Creepers 2. Kids who followed the classic scary stories to tell in the Dark Book series were introduced in 1991 to a murdering scarecrow named Harold. As the idea of the human scaring scarecrow became more solidified in pop culture, people started making scarecrows scarier just for the hell of it. Um, I also want to include a link in the show notes. Uh, it's a Shutterstock.com uh, gallery of just scarecrow images. And uh, I just thought there were a lot of cool ones in there. So it's worth just clicking on that just to check them out. But that's kind of the history of scarecrows and how they may have been, you know, how they got associated with Halloween in a more general sense. But that's See, what I got. That- yeah, and that's neat that you ended up finding that side of Scarecrows because that's, I think, more of the traditional side. Uh, the interesting part about it is I was able to dig up some stuff in a totally different sort of world. Um, <clears throat> so there's there's obviously the Dungeons & Dragons Scarecrow. Uh, there's once again. Oh, there's I didn't another... even know they had a Scarecrow oh, in yeah, Dungeons they, & they, Dragons. They definitely do. And then there's, huh. there's before I get into into that, um, I do want to bring up, obviously, the one from DC Comics. Now, I do know that there's also the Scarecrow uh, uh, character in Marvel as well. I'm not really that all familiar with it, but I am familiar, obviously, with the DC version in the Batman series, uh, which was, was first introduced um, in, in 1941. And then it kind of just took off from there. I, was, I think it was the Golden, golden Age comic books uh, of uh, for the world's finest comics. It says number three by Bill Finger and Bob Kane. They introduced the Scarecrow character uh, in fall of 1941. So there's a whole story, backstory on Wikipedia. If you just type in Scarecrow, uh, it, you'll see the whole article on it. It's kind of a neat article. Um, but that's not really the one that I wanted to discuss, but I did want to bring it up just because I love comic books and, you know, the Scarecrow character in the Batman series is really neat. Um, but to, to get into more of the Dungeons and Dragons realm or even the Forgotten Realms uh, series, there's a, there's a fandom um, page that we'll put in the show notes and it kind of goes into a little bit of description some personality, combat, different types of abilities, which is what I usually talk about. But before we get into that, I wanted to talk about um, the the article, or not really an article, but the section in the Dungeons & Dragons Monster Manual, which if you have this manual, it's on page 268. And I wanted to read this description that they have. And Uh, you know, I suck at reading out loud, but I'm going to do it anyways. So here we go. Nice. It says, Scarecrow, at harvest time, when death revisits the, the the twilight world and summer's blossoms bow, their withered heads, eerie scarecrows, loom in a silent vigil over empty fields. With immortal patience, these stoic sentinels hold their posts through wind storm and flood bound to their master's command eager to terrify prey 
with its sackcloth visage and rend victims with its razor-sharp claws. Then it starts getting into what they actually are. So these these things uh, are constructs as they they refer to them in the Dungeons and Dragons world. And they say they're spirit-powered constructs. A scarecrow is animated by the bound spirit of a slain evil creature, granting it purpose and mobility. It is this uncanny presence from beyond death that allows a scarecrow to inspire fear in those that gaze upon, that gazes upon. Hags and witches often bind scarecrows with the spirits of demons, but any evil spirit will do. Although aspects of the spirit's personality might surface, a scarecrow's spirit doesn't recall the memories it had as a creature, and its will is focused solely on serving its creator. If the creator dies, the spirit inhabiting a scarecrow either continues to follow its last commands, or it seeks revenge for its creator's death, or it destroys itself. Now, as I was looking at different things and different abilities that a scarecrow has, it talks about having like a multi-attack because it has like claws for for hands. Um, then it also has this neat attack that's called a terrifying glare. And apparently what happens is, is that if you get within 30 feet of this scarecrow, you are now entering its aura of it being able to see you. And then what ends up happening is that your fear towards the scarecrow increases as you get closer to the scarecrow. Like he's able to control your fear, the scarecrow? Yeah, like it's it's kind of like a, a, a persona or something that it emanates huh. off of its its body that as you get closer and closer, you get more terrified from this, you know, from this creature. Now, obviously, if like the book said, if you kill its creator, whoever bound whatever spirit to it, it either will try to kill you or whatever. And you probably could just, you know, chop it up or catch it on fire or whatever. You know, they're not, it's not like it's any, you know, sort of power other than terrifying you. But if you could get past that beat, you know, being terrified well then you're good to go so i just i thought check out the article um it talks about different things like it has dark vision it understands different languages you know whatever the creator um you know as it's summoned you know he understands the creator uh, but it doesn't really go off on anything like crazy you know as far as like weaknesses i mean because like i said it's it's an inanimate object that then all of a sudden like some sort of spirit or demon form gets summoned to it and then you know that's where you know the craziness comes out of but i did i did like how they put it uh it's not as traditional as you know maybe your stuff but that's why i liked kind of how yeah, you it's put cool, that though. in there and then how it got thrown in here there was also a website that we'll throw in the, the show notes. It's on a website called thefactsite.com. And there's 30 spectacular facts about scarecrows. And they just kind of go through. They say stuff like uh, they were first made by Egyptians to protect their wheat fields, especially along the Nile River. I mean, there's tons 
Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I ta- I saw some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I just you know the the most famous scarecrow is the fictional character in the Wizard of Oz who yeah. is searching for his brain. I mean, that's the the most I I guess the the most famous one that everybody knows about. If you say, hey, tell me about a scarecrow, and more than likely they'll bring up the Wizard of Oz. I mean, I don't know if that's probably true now, but um, I think it it was at one point. The world record for the largest gathering of scarecrows in one location is held by National Forest Adventure Farm in the UK with 3,812 scarecrows. Like, that's just crazy. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so check out that article. Uh, I really thought that was that was fun. Um, the other thing that I had found was on Amazon, I was trying to find like a like a model of some sort and I found this model on Amazon and it's a scarecrow that's kind of standing there and you could you know build the model but check that link out too we'll throw it in the show notes it's pretty pretty detailed um that's for sure it's by Diamond Select Toys it is rather expensive don't get me wrong it's $52.65 but uh it's pretty neat so it has has some good detail. Has like a barbed wire fence in the back, and it's really that neat. thing is cool. That thing's really cool. Yeah, it is expensive. Dang. Yeah. But he's really freaking cool. And that's basically huh. what I had for powers and abilities, and just some neat articles and and uh, and and things like that. So yeah. Nice. All right. Well. Some movies and TV, again, when I do these things, I'm not like doing a definitive, like complete list of Scarecrow movies or whatever monsters. These are just some movies and TV uh, shows that feature Scarecrows or about Scarecrows or whatever monster we're, we're covering that week. But so, yeah, so for for this one, um, 1981, there was a TV movie called Dark Night of the Scarecrow, which I got a few months back. Uh, I forget who released it, but anyway, it's a cool movie. It was made for TV, so it's not like super graphic or anything, but it the mood is really, it's a really cool mood. It's real creepy. The Some of the music in it's a little annoying because they keep replaying some of the same cues, but it's a really fun movie and worth checking out the scarecrow is creepy and a lot of creepy scenes in it uh then there's a movie called scarecrows from 1988 uh night of the scarecrow from 1995 in uh, 1996 on the goosebump series there was an episode called scarecrow walks at midnight then there is a foreign film called kakashi from 2001 and then in 2018, a movie called Scarecrows of the Third Reich. Um, and here's just a quick little description. At the end of World War II, Hitler ordered Operation Scarecrow to a small SS outpost in the Silo Heights of Germany. <laughs> so you can guess that hijinks are going to ensue. And then coming out on the 28th of this month... There's a movie called Scarecrows vs. Zombies. Now, you can probably guess what kind of quality film that's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm probably going to try and watch it. I will probably try to watch it, but yeah, we 
I'm pretty sure just based off of the title, we know what that's going to be like. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, uh, back in 1939, The Wizard of Oz. And like I said, there's a hundred other movies with scarecrows, but those were just some. If you're in Transylvania and you're looking for scarecrows, you're going to want to go to Jack-o'-lantern Park. Um, there you're going to find them in Scarecrow Square and also in the Hayfields. Now, according to a brochure, the Hayfields is a wide-open hay meadow filled with memory foam straw and a full-service hay salon. Signature experiences include the three-hour bloody red carpet-ready treatment that offers a pumpkin juice massage, a mani-pedi, and an ageless beauty hayshell. But scarecrows are all over the district. You're going to find the deadliest ones, the cornfield stalkers, in the cornfield section of Jack-o'-lantern Park. And the only way you're going to be able to locate any of this is if you go to jackolanternpress.com and you get our book, Transylvania Traveler. If you haven't done it by now, what the heck are you waiting for? This is the perfect time to get it, too. So, yeah. Definitely go. Check it out. I mean, you're, we're, we're already, what, close to being in the middle of the month. And yeah, you got to get behind. it. You're already and if behind. And if you listen to this podcast, this is episode 71, and we pretty much bring up our book in every single one. So if you haven't purchased the thing yet, you should probably get the book. And yeah, rate and review I'm, it if you could. That'd be awesome. That'd be better, yeah, if you could rate and review All right, it's time for our trick-or-treat bags where Tom and I share something we've been checking out during this last week. Uh, something cool. What uh, What have you been checking out, Tom? So, uh, you know, every now and then, you know, Facebook obviously is, is, uh, is a place where people, you know, you get advertisements all the time. And it usually is based off of, you know, different types of search history that you've done. And it's pulled whatever that you're interested in probably goes and looks at your groups and sees what you have. So I have a lot of Halloween groups. But there was there was a a a advertisement that came out. And before anybody, you know, says, Oh, yeah, I don't want to check this out. I actually validated that this is number one, a legit site people have received their stuff and the stuff that's on this site is pretty amazing oh wow yeah there's people there's a couple of people that actually rank this type of apparel um with other sites uh, you know and they're this this thing is at the top right now so the site that we're we're talking about is called terrorthreads.com and I'm going to tell you right now, we'll put this in the show notes, but as you scroll through these shirts... Dude, I want several of these shirts. Oh, it is unbelievable, because there are, there are, like, Halloween is... Yeah, there, the Halloween, but... Halloween Scared to Death, Haunted Hayride t-shirt, yeah, the Home classic, Sweet Home t-shirt, yeah, the Bone Deep. stuff. It's, it's <laughs> a, look at the Dungeon one. Wait, let me the see. The Horror dungeon. Show. Oh, look Dungeon. The, oh, yeah, the Dungeon one is cool. Look at the Chronicles of Horror Undead Chaos t-shirt. Like, oh, yeah, serious? that one's... Look at the Mischief Night 
in that same oh, and also yeah. midnight delight inside and out that one's tight dude midnight sideshow with the clowns juggling the jack-o'-lanterns yeah the reanimator ghost Another chronicles halloween like it, this this oh, site man. has so many good uh just uh, shirts i think they have you know other different types of collections i think they they have face masks I, it's unbelievable on some of the stuff that they have. So my recommendation to you is if you want to hurry up and get some shirts to show off. Yeah, they're like know, 25 bucks. Looks like the average price is like 25 bucks. There's one that's $28, the Reanimator, and that's the one, probably one of the ones I like the least. Yeah, probably. I think if I was going to grab some of these, I'd get some of the more traditional ones. I mean, you could go get a Halloween oh. shirt somewhere, but... Look at look at the House of Terror USB cassette. So it looks oh, like yeah. an old yeah, yep. House of Terror cassette tape, but it has a USB you could little plug memory it into stick a USB thing. instead of a cassette tape, and it's got like the music on Damn. there. Damn, patches, enamel pins, mugs. Yeah. Oh, dude, I can spend so much money here on this thing. This so was like a I said, bad it's a, idea to send it's to a me, total bro. Legit legit site people have received their stuff they actually have high reviews so my recommendation is is check them out go there we're not affiliated with them i just noticed it uh when i was on uh facebook and then i started digging in a little bit more because i don't like saying stuff you know on our podcast that i that i can't validate for myself so i did validate that the site is legit is good and other people are extremely happy with the quality of the shirts as well as what it's on, what's on it. Um, which anybody who's interested in Halloween, like obviously we are, and more, you know, obviously you're listening to this podcast. So um, I guarantee you, our listeners are gonna love this site. So check it out. Uh, I wonder really if Matt, good. Matt, and Greg from Nightmare Three Sixty Five know about these. I think Matt would buy a ton of these shirts. Yeah, I bet he would. I bet he would. He'd- he he spends some money on shirts and i guarantee you his wife would love the fact that he just dumped like $300 on shirts <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so, um okay yeah. so digging into my trick or treat bag uh mine my item is also a website and from the beginning of my podcast i was mentioning the site called halloween-mask.com that had that that uh information on scarecrows well i was like i wonder what how the heck what is this website so i went to the main page and this halloween-mask.com which we'll link in the show notes is known as the largest masks mask store on the planet and if you go to this i should send you this tom because i didn't if you go to this thing there are so many masks you can't believe, and these masks are awesome. But are, they, um, are they affordable? That's like fifty bucks. Some of them. There's a Crip Keeper one that's a hundred dollars. Let's just go ahead and click through. Like on this. Oh, you could browse by price. So they have zero to twenty nine ninety nine, thirty Holy to forty nine ninety nine, fifty to ninety nine ninety nine, and over a hundred. So you could browse by price. Let's look at the cheap ones and see. Oh, there's a Scarecrow that's, mask eleven right there. Which is kind of funny, 
that that some of these up. cheap ones are stupid they're like plastic ones but there's a lot there's 103 so you could really go through through there where's the scarecrow one I, it just was on the, on the front first page, page? But right when I went there. It was called Scarecrow Mask 11. Now, it's okay. You know, it's not the greatest the thing on the planet, but it's still really neat. There's a lot but of man, really cool stuff. Let's go to, I'm going to go to this $30 man, got, to 49 They got good clown ones that have like all the blood, like the gore on these things are insane. Yeah, Definitely, all kinds of different wow. masks. So it's like... Oh, there's a cool Frankenstein one. Holy cow. So there's they have a section on this too. If you scroll down a little bit on the home page, and this might change, you know, as anybody clicks on it, but it says our exclusive collection. And it says shop now. So when you click that, it shows these these things are realistic. Now, don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. Some of these are expensive. expensive. <laughs> oh, that's the cow. whole costume though. No, I like some of these are just oh, the, the mask. Like, oh, brace yeah. Face, brace clown face clown. Dolly Look at that dearest. Dolly Dearest. <laughs> yeah, that's disgusting. Death Cropper. That one's yeah. cool. Oh, look at the oh, Mr. Joker. Mr. Joker. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, Man. yeah. The deluxe one is cool, too. I mean, somebody spent some serious time on these. So definitely check out this website yeah, this as well is, if you're this, interested this in some... masks. There's, yeah, if you're, I remember when we were, there was a certain age where I didn't care about the rest of the costume. I just wanted a good mask, and then we would just like throw a ghoul gown on. So it's like each year we, it was about getting a cool mask, and then you know for the costume you throw a ghoul gown on. You know, yeah, basically ghoul gowns any were, mask. Were always on. I don't yeah, care we what said it the was. same ghoul gown. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, hey, we'll go get a mask, and then oh, just throw a ghoul gown on with yeah. our. That with way, our Nike shoes on the yeah, bottom. <laughs> yeah, that way you could spend more money on a cool mask because it was like, okay, we can't spend too much money, and I don't want to spend money on a fat costume, but a mask, you know, you just you know put on a Google like that, Mister Lucky Deluxe, that evil leprechaun. I could totally see that just going with a ghoul gown easily. Yep. All of these, <laughs> every one of these can go with a ghoul gown. Even so this, having, this big loco, problem, huh? <laughs> big loco, the top seller. Even <laughs> the top that one seller. could have. <laughs> could yeah, have they could all have gown. gowns on there. So yeah, if you're having a hard time figuring out what what to do for a costume this year, my recommendation for you would be hop on this website, which once again we're not affiliated with. It's just neat, but. Hop onto the website, grab yourself a mask, spend two hundred dollars on the thing, and then go get yourself a ten ninety nine twenty dollar ten ninety nine twenty dollar ghoul gown that you can wear that thing every year. All right, cool. Well, anything else, Tom? Before we call it a night? No, I think that'll do it. All right, well, that's going to do it for another Monster Monday. For more information about the monster universe and the monster revolution that's upon us, go to jackolanternpress.com. You can also call our pumpkin hotline and leave us a message with any questions, suggestions, or your impressions of the show at 323-761-0276. And if you enjoy the show, please give us a rating and a review. It's a big help for the podcast, and we'd greatly appreciate it. So thank you for joining us, and we'll meet up again soon in the Pumpkin Patch.